You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye The books, the only realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, Ryan 19. With me, as always, is my co-host, the man of a thousand nicknames, and the man that uh, is not a comedian and won't let me tell make make it known as his a comedian, I guess. Mikey Manfredi. Hello. Mikey, right That's before me. we started recording. Not a comedian. Mike, right before we started recording, you said that you have an amazing joke, but it takes forever to not, talk. I didn't say I didn't say it was amazing. You said it was the best joke that you've I never said that. Ever said refused, in your life. I refuse to stand by that. You said that you'll die on your grave saying it's the best joke no, in the I world. No, I did not. I absolutely did not. You said you're then you're then you then you lied to me. I never said it was the best <laughs> joke in the world. I never lied to you because I never said that. You cannot quote me as saying that. I can't. We quit. have Ryan. We have the recording. <laughs> the don't, we literally don't, have evidence. You better not play this back. <laughs> you better not play this back. You son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Well, that obviously was. Uh, you had vocal. You had a, a mime. You had a, a stunt double for a voice. Uh, you obviously had someone else say that. Hired someone else to say that and. Anyway, we're a wrestling podcast. Wait, that's what we are? I thought we were a sports <laughs> entertainment podcast. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, we, it is WWE, th- not AEW. This we is sports, sports entertainment, entertainment where we podcast. tell bad jokes. Sports entertain the books. Because <laughs> there's no hitting here because we're not wrestling. That's fair. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Another uh, joke-heavy episode of Hit the Books, where we're just going to be telling dad jokes throughout the entire show. So, uh, Mikey, are you ready? I think I'm ready to do this. Yeah, are you ready, folks? Thank you. I should say thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you like what you hear, well, if you like about the if you like what you hear about the wrestling stuff, then uh, review that. If you if you like if you like or if you don't like the dad jokes, keep in mind we're not going to do that every episode. Especially when either because I feel like if we did episode, then we would win too many awards, and that's not fair to other podcasts. Yeah, we we would we would win all of the podcast awards if we just started telling all of the dad jokes. Yeah, and Ryan, I how think... about you knock off an example for us? Yeah, how do you make holy water? I don't know. You boil the hell out of it. Ah! Uh... <laughs> Can you in post throw in rim shots? Yes. I think the only way to really make this segment glisten is by giving him a rim shot. So, for example, Mikey, I went really and post in post, really, really get me, hit me with a rim shot. Ready? Okay. Okay. Did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France, Mikey? I did not. Do you want to know where they were? 
I think I have an idea, but why don't you tell me? They were cooked in Greece. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the rim shot, I think, is definitely going to help in post, so thank you, Post Mikey. <laughs> but yeah, everyone, thank you for watching or listening. Hit rim the books. shot, laugh track. Lynch, yeah. Uh, this is Hit the Books. We are a realistic fancy booking podcast. We, every week... Seinfeld music. Every week, we, besides dad jokes... We explore the depths of writing as if we were WWE uh, writers. So what that means is we're booking the matches, booking the segments, booking the promos, writing the uh, match results. And the only thing that's stopping us in our wake is the randomizer, the thing that keeps us honest, that gives us the things that we'll never be able to write for, um, I guess, for the most part. And just, you know, make it more fun. Make it more dramatic. It is our angle. It is our devil. Yeah, and it... destroys us from inside and out um so i guess without further ado mikey let's uh are you ready are you ready to get into it yeah i am okay okay let's open up the show we open up the show today with roman reigns open up smackdown live he is going to explain why he didn't stop cesaro last week in the normal contenders triple threat match where it was Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. During that match, Cesaro attacked Owens from behind, throwing him into the barricade, which ended up allowing Roman Reigns to get the victory. And so Roman has to just make sure it's clear why he didn't stop Cesaro. So, Mikey, we didn't write out this full thing, but what are we thinking so far? I think I like the idea of Reigns saying something along the lines of, like, I'm not Kevin Owens' bodyguard. I'm here, yeah. you know, like he, like he's like he's not here to like rescue Kevin Owens and save him from whatever whatever he's involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like that's not. He's like I'm not. Owens has Owens has his Cesaro. Owens has his own problems to deal with. Yeah. Why should I? Why should I get involved? If if he wants me, if he wanted me involved then he would have asked no that sounds weird yeah yeah his own problems to deal with uh like i said last week i'm i'm focused on the wwe championship i'm focusing on my own problems and and after last week's win the next problem is overcoming Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. There we go. Winning Got there. WWE Championship. It really feels like something needs to happen after that. Kofi comes out? Yeah, we have Kofi Kingston comes out and says that he disagrees. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I would have helped Owens. Uh, but maybe he's like, but I respect your I respect your uh, focus on the title, you know? Something like that. Kofi. He's like, I respect he's like, I respect you, I respect your your focus on this title, but I would have helped a friend. I like Roman being the sort of heel in this match now. I'm like, telling not you, exactly, Roman but can like play heel and we're and he's sort of not he's sort of being a tweener to a certain extent. Yeah, but it's if we're gonna do heel face stuff, I mean, he, we're not gonna turn Roman heel. Let's be honest here, we're not gonna turn him heel. It's just he is not the, he Kofi's not the heel in this feud. Yeah, 
Roman's gonna definitely be more heelish going forward, but not like a heel. He respects his focus on the WWE Championship, but he would have helped his opponent. That doesn't matter now. What matters is in two weeks, he will defend his championship. Against Roman Reigns. And I will be ready. Against the big dog himself. And I will be ready. The two stare down. And then shake hands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some classic handshake. If we did did turn Roman heel, we could do this crazy thing where like during their title match... Roman can have some guys go attack the New Day, and he's going to be like, didn't you say you would rather help your friends? Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 man. Are we, are we towing the line? It's like, what do, you do? What, do you wanna, what do you want to do? Help your friends or, or take part in this match, Kofi? It's up to you. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mikey. What I- means more to you, Kofi? Mikey, what is the least spoken language in the world? I don't know, Ryan. Sign language. You know, I had a feeling that was the answer. (laughs) So my girlfriend, Jesse, says that I'm already turning into a dad at the mere age of 23. Great. I'm I'm not saying that I'm enjoying dad jokes more, but I'm finding the humor in them, which terrifies me. And I've recently purchased a fanny pack for myself. Um, because I have found the value in fanny packs, and uh, I, I are you wearing are you wearing sandals? No, no, I'm not a I'm not an idiot. Uh, but I'm also starting to get a little bit of dad, as she describes, a dad bod, and that upsets me personally. Dad bods are in these days, man. I sure, and so are fanny packs. And Listen, that's, I, that's jumped, I jumped, I jumped that... on the bandwagon of dad bods years ago before they were even popular. <laughs> And I ain't looking back. <laughs> I knew they were gonna be a thing. Here I you're, am. You're Dad you're you're ahead of the fashion here. trends, really. Yeah. yeah That's my gimmick of... as a wrestler. I'm I'm Dad Bod. Mikey Dad Bod Man Freddy. Yeah. That's my that's my wrestling gimmick. That's not bad. Uh I just got a text from my from Jesse. I never said anything about a dad bod in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I'm in trouble after this. Now you're lying. Now you're a liar. Let's. I know. No. 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 Let's just keep moving and keep focusing on what's happening in this show, Mikey. What's next? Uh, Next up, we have a tag team match with the Iconics versus the Empresses of the Night. We set this up last week because of the uh, the Iconics have returned to in ring action together. And they interfered in the Empresses of the Night uh, number one contenders match. So, the Iconics end up winning this match. But, Peyton has her feet on the ropes during a roll-up pin. So, it's a dirty victory. Roll-up pin on who? Ember. Oh, 
Very nice. So, so they're cheating to win the Iconics. Really healing it up over here. Really? It, it's really their Iconic thing. Yeah, Mrs. Spears really doing being a, a, a little nasty. <laughs> hey, Mikey, I just want to let you know. Mrs. Perfect 10. This, this is the Perfect 10 roll-up. Uh, and by that, I mean you don't win. Mrs. Chairman. Mrs. Chairman. Mikey, I just want to let you know. The I chairwoman ordered... of WWE. Mikey, I want to let you know I ordered a chicken and egg from Amazon. I'll let you know which comes first. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. You can cut that. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Okay. I, I like it. Iconics gained the victory over the Empress of the Night. I'm interested to see where this is going, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, you know, the Royal Rumble. We're episode, f- this is four, show four, or eight show off ramp to the Royal Rumble. So we have, after this, one, two, three, four more shows after this card. So I'm interested to see where the Iconics versus Empress of the Night. I imagine number one contenders match, and I imagine one of them will probably challenge for the tag team titles mm-hmm. at the Royal Rumble. It's just a matter of who, the matter of whom. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep moving along. Backstage, the Miz is doing something. I don't know. But the OC walk up to him. Styles confronts Miz and says that he heard what Miz said last week about believing he deserves a shot uh, at the IC title. This a uh, new and new revamped IC title. It should be said. Um. He has his own IC, his new the black strap IC title. But he's believing that, you know, he deserves it. And, you know, honestly, Styles says, he's, I, I'm tired of it. If I told you once, Miz, it feels like I've told you a thousand times. You're not getting a shot at my phenomenal championship. I don't care if you believe you made this title mean something. Guess what? It's around my waist, which means it means something. Uh, Miz stands up to him saying that he's so. if he's so sure, why don't they wrestle right now? Styles declines. Um, Anderson says that, uh, you know, he hasn't. Miz hasn't done anything in the past year. Why should he get a title shot? Do something important, and maybe they could think about it. Um, and then the OC leave, feeling uh, relieving a rejected and dejected Miz. But the uh, the OC, they you know they don't walk around so fast because they turn the corner. And who do they see? None other than Keith Lee and the Street Profits. Uh, the three of them talk about how they aren't going to put up with the shit that the OC have been causing in the locker room. So tonight, Man, everyone, everyone's really turning it up with the language. The yeah, past it will. Weeks, it, huh? Well, fine. They're not going to put up with the poop. Uh, so nice. tonight they are having a six-man tag match. The OC are flabbergasted by such a demand. GM Page turns the corner and says, "Too bad." Lee and Street Profits say that that is too sweet, and they throw him up. GM Page turns the corner and says, "Not a bad idea." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I li- I like the I like the idea of it being like them challenging and OC being like being like no no that's ridiculous we'll never be in a match like that then GM Page being like yes you will. <laughs> I just like the idea of GM Page being like approved. Is <laughs> around the corner just like yeah. I'm about it. I'm about that stuff. Well, let's keep moving along. Next up, we have a, a singles match between Akira Tozawa and Mustafa Ali. Mikey. I got some, I guess, bad news during the match. Bad news. Ali is setting up the 054 and then Apollo Crews. That's right. Apollo Crews comes out with a chair and hits Ali in the leg with it. 
Whoa. Causing that DQ. Mustafa Ali, of course, gets the victory in this regard. But, you know, Akira, uh, you know, looks at his friend Apollo and I guess agrees because Akira goes up to that top rope, hit, jumps off, hits that flying senton. All that body weight crashing onto Ali's core. Wow. Big turn from Apollo Crews. And Akira Tozawa. And a, yeah, big. Is this a new team we're forming? Yeah, Cruz and Akira walk out together. Bold. So it appears that the two have teamed up and have apparently turned heel. So that is uh, terrifying, I guess you could say. Oh, boy. Yes. So Akira Tozawa and Apollo Cruz. We'll see what happens next up with them, I guess, moving down the line, moving forward in our lives. Mikey, oh, yeah. what's happening up next? All right. Up next, we have a segment in GM Page's office. Heath Slater is leaving with his Royal Rumble number. It's that time of year again, folks. Everyone's picking their bingo ball numbers. And GM Page then welcomes Drew McIntyre into her office. They roll the they roll the the ball roller to <laughs> to get McIntyre's number for the Rumble. McIntyre takes it. GM Page asks McIntyre if he wants another match this week. Before he could answer, Cedric Alexander walks in and they roll his number. GM Page is like, hold on, mix it McIntyre. We'll, we'll keep this on the we'll keep we'll keep this on the back burner for now. Mm-hmm. Alexander pulls it and celebrates with a number nineteen slot. McIntyre looks at his ball, looks at Alexander's ball, looks back at his ball, looks at Alexander's ball, and then rips Alexander's ball out of his hands and Ooh. gives him his own. Ooh. Cedric looks confused at his new number. Paige asks him what's up, and Cedric responds that McIntyre gave him number 27. Interesting. So if I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, Mikey, then Drew McIntyre pulled 27. Yes. And gave that number away to get a higher number sounds like it interesting i like the idea of when anyone pulls a bingo number drew mcintyre is just there like breathing down their neck to see if it's a high to see if it's higher they're like lower than 19 so yes yeah, so... thank you that's mine oh thank you oh is that a one? Ooh, don't mind if i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it appears McIntyre wants a higher number. Of course, last year he came out to number 30 and won it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, unless he gets another number, it's going to come out at number 19. Yeah. So Bold move. We'll Bold see, move. We'll see what happens with Drewy Max moving forward. Interesting. Interesting. Drewy Max, Drewy Gooks. They've dealt. Anyways, backstage again. Dealt. Oh, no, actually. We've got a tag match. Almost missed right Tag match. It's a the OC match. versus Keith Lee and the Street Profits. That match is happening now. Whoa, uh, nice. This match, of course, Keith Lee and the Street Profits are my vote to win this match. And we're going to have... We're going to have... Um, Dawkins pin Gallows. I love this win. So the Keith Lee and the Street Profits get a nice win over the OC. Um, and a nice little win moving forward. Uh, another ta- you know a tag team win and a and a Keith Lee win. Keith Lee needs some wins. <laughs> Keith Lee. I love it, Ryan. Keith Lee needs some wins. Okay, Mikey, what's up next? Up next, we have a backstage segment. Naomi is on her way to the ring for her match that she has scheduled for tonight against Selena Vega, but. On her way there, she is jumped by Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, which takes her out of tonight's match. 
GM Page comes out to the ring and tells Zelina, who was waiting for Naomi, that she will get her match. However, it is against a new opponent, Nikki Cross. Oh. Which leads into our next match, Nikki Cross versus Zelina Vega, and Nikki Cross picks up the victory. Okay. Nikki Cross getting the unknown victory, I get. I guess unknown in the sense that Zelina Vega wasn't preparing for that. Um, mm. Good on Cross. I assume Andrade's with her. Yes. Um, Nikki Cross getting the victory. Nice on Cross. Interested to see where we're going, Mikey, with the tag. Not the tag. The women's, women's division, I guess you could say. Yeah. Naomi getting jumped by Duke and Shafir to NXTers. Get them out of here. Get, get the, them out of here. Get, Who needs them? Get them out of here. Ayo, get them the, out of here. Ayo, ayo, get those. Ayo, whoa, way. Get them at the get heck out of here. Get them good nukes out of here. Put them up into a basket and get them out of here. Pick up the good nukes. Get those jabooches out of here. Get those jokers twos out of here. Get those get those Todd Phillips jokers out of here. Mikey, did you see the Joker movie? I did not. Mikey, what was the last movie you watched? And why and why was it bad? What was the last movie I watched? Why was it bad? Correct. I don't even remember the last movie I watched. It's been a while. Mikey. What you what how how? How how are you failing at watching movies? I don't know, man. I just phrased it as phrasing it as why are you failing? I don't know. It's just like I I just haven't gone to the movies or anything lately. Like I haven't seen any like anything recent. I haven't seen it. This would be the perfect time for like if we had like a movie sponsor. I was like, well then, Mikey, I would suggest you go see The Irishman. Or but, it's uh, like, or if we had like a for like a streaming service, it's like I don't know, I, don't, I can't go to the movies; it's too expensive. Oh well, if you need somewhere, if you need a way to track what movies you watch, might I suggest this product? I'm not gonna say its name because I love it too much, and we're not getting paid by them. <laughs> but uh, what, what was the last movie I watched? Let's see. Oh, I watched Zombieland Two. How was that? And before that, Top I like the first one. <laughs> What's that? The first one was good. Second one, awful. Well, it was okay. Yikes. It it could have been a lot better. It should have been a lot better, in my opinion. Have you ever, like... Okay, so Mikey and I, obviously, uh, we used to be, like, film majors and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess we, we didn't used to be. We were. But we graduated college and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, have you ever watched something... I guess maybe that stems from a lot of what this podcast is. But have you ever watched something and been like, oh, yeah, I could write that plot out better? Or, like, this is what should have happened in that movie? Yeah. Can you give me an example of something like that? Of something I could have written better? Yes. It wasn't recent, but around this time last year, I did watch a really bad... um... On Netflix, one of my favorite things to do around this time is watch the shitty Christmas movies they put out. The Netflix shitty Christmas movies? Yeah. Um, And there was this one about this... It was like Christmas on the Ranch or something. And it was about this one girl who, like, ends up, like, loving this horse. And she wants to, like... Like it's about it's it's this girl who hates her parents, 
because they're okay. always working and they're always busy. So the parents go make her go live with her. I think it's her grandma or her aunt. I don't remember. It's like some portion of the family who lives on a farm. And on this farm, there was a cow. There is a singular. There is a horse. And the and the kid becomes attached to this horse, <laughs> and the horse starts. The horse is sick, so she wants to get the horse back in shape and make the horse okay again. So she makes sure the horse starts eating. She makes sure the horse starts like getting getting the workout in. Then she realizes she wants to train it to be like a show horse. Mm-hmm. But then while she's training it to be a show horse, which we never see by the way, it's just always she goes out and we see her with the horse in like a little bit of a thing, but we never actually see them doing anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, The grandma's farm is going to get taken by the bank because she hasn't made payments in a while because the grandma keeps lending money to other people and other farms to help them out with their struggles. So she has no money for her own farm. Okay. So what they do is they make a Christmas flea market. And everyone that the grandma's ever helped brings products to this flea market to sell, to raise money, to save the farm. And then the Christmas flea market happens. They make enough money to save the farm. The movie ends. What? (laughs) There is no, no resolution to the training it to be a show horse. No resolution to the girl and, like, what happens to this horse. Just, they make enough money, save the farm, over. There's so many things that are just left open as the movie ends. That oh, and the girl ends up staying on the farm with her grandma instead of moving back home with her parents. That doesn't make any. That no. I f- wish I remember what it's called because the, I can't. I've never. I, it's something like that. I think. Ho ho horses. I'm gonna look up Netflix ranch Christmas ranch movies. Um. Uh, tales from the farm. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's literally just called Christmas Ranch. I nailed it. You man. were right. It's literally just called Christmas Ranch. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of stuff that like I, it, it's like a disease when you start like do, thinking about movies like that. It's just like, man, I think it is that wrestler's disease of like the wrestling fan disease. Like, oh, I could do write that better, and you and I like took that. Mole, and we're like, oh, let's make a podcast out of it, and here we are today. I like, how, I like how you're doing our intro a half hour into the show. What? Who? Huh? Backstage <laughs> interview with Daniel Bryan and Drewy Gooks, the Gook Miser, Drewy Gooks. I want to. I think I've thought about it, Mikey. He's from New Jersey putting, now. He's the Gooks. He's the Gook. The Gook is on fire. Uh, I thought about legitimately. Putting in the randomizer, uh, change a wrestler's name. No. <laughs> and it, if the that happened, mi- you know for a fact. I, I want to give Drew Gulak an, a, a stereotypical Italian uh, gimmick and ha- call himself not Drew not a, not Italian. It has to be specifically New Jersey Italian. Yes. Yes. So basically, Once, me, but times ten. <laughs> just be Enzo Amore. <laughs> Go out hey, there and fresh woods for the boys. Woods for the boys. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Gulak are being interviewed backstage. Gulak is asked, of course, when he's going to challenge Kofi Kingston. You know, of course, after Roman Reigns is officially the number one contender, Gulak has that in his pocket. He can challenge for the title at any point. He just has to give a little bit of a notice. 
Uh, Gulick responds sometime soon. Brian then says that the per the pure have this golden opportunity, uh, and they are going to strike when the moment's right. Interviewer then asks Brian about the last week's match against they tagged against Dream and Alexander, where Brian was pinned by Velveteen Dream. Brian says, "I don't want to talk about it," and then the two leave. Mikey, what if instead of saying what if instead of saying he doesn't want to talk about it, he just knocks the mic out of the interviewer's hand and walks away? He's not an asshole. Yes, he is. Is he? Isn't I've never that, viewed him as an asshole. Isn't that our thing? With I've never pure? viewed him as an asshole. He's a heel. I've always viewed him as like a calculating evildoer. Like Dr. Doom. Where Dr. Doom would still invite people over to his house for tea, but he'll explain to but them then like he would, why But then he would poison stupid. the tea. Well, yeah. <laughs> he would poison the tea. He's, he's not about killing people. He's just about showing his dominance over people in i guess a, in, a, in a in a not assholey way like someone that would do that would probably be uh um who would do that i feel i can see the oc doing that as an example okay i can see the oc doing that um okay well then yeah gulag and brian uh they got their plates full brian upset about dream uh gulag preparing i guess for a match against kofi kingston just choosing when that will be who knows when that will be mikey we have the main event though tell me about it main event up next is our match we set up last week kevin owens versus cesaro with Sami Zayn in his corner oh boy main big boy main event time big ko against big cesaro Hey, there's there's a new, there's a new tag team. Instead of him pairing it with really Cesar KO, Cesaro Cesar K K Cesaro Cesarco, Jesus Christ, Cesarni, Cesarni. Ah, remember Cesarni, everybody? Remember when he when he came out and faced MVP once, and then that was it, and then did nothing after that. And there was all those vignettes building him up. I'll be honest, because I weirdly remember Kazarni way too much. <laughs> like, yeah. like I said, like he had all those day, did all those things, and then he debuted against MVP, and then never wrestled again. <laughs> like, and then just left. I still can't believe this stupid Christmas Ranch movie exists. <laughs> I love how mad you are about it. Apparently, Kazarni came back to the Performance Center to help as a coach. Interesting. I don't know why. <laughs> he had one match. Did did uh, he have like a medical thing that came up? Like what? Like what happened here? I don't know. I'm gonna look up Kazarni and see what. Like what the fuck happened with Kazarni? What? He apparently went to Chikara at one point. What the hell, Kazarni? Sin Bodhi? Is he wrestling other places now? I don't know, man. This. I'm so confused. I need a picture of him in 2019, or I'm gonna freak my gourd. Oh my god! Oh my god! Him modern day is terrifying. I bet. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. So he's back. To, so he's back to Chikara right now. No, he's somewhere else. It looks like. Oh yeah, Every, all of these different promotions: Freak Show Wrestling, Fantasy Slam. And Chikara all say blank to present. He grew out his beard, shaved his head, and got and got some extra weight. 
but now he looks terrifying, and I am terrified. <laughs> he looks terrifying, and I am terrified because it's terrifying. He doesn't look like it. Oh, my God. I can't find a picture of him now. Oh, wait. It's just so weird. Interesting. I think it's that's him. So... I can't tell, though. Does anyone else remember Kazarni? Is it just me? Am I a fever dream of Kazarni? Am I no. Kazarni? I'm literally talking to you about Kazarni right now. But what if you're Kazarni? Mind <laughs> What if you're Kazarni, Mikey? I don't know that. I'm a circus. Tell me car- something. I am only, circus Carney. Tell me something that only Mikey would know. Um, and not Kazarni. Something only Mike. Mikey knows that he's not Kazarni. Yeah, tell me something that only Mikey knows. Mikey and I know, but not Kazarni. Um, and keep in mind, I didn't. You... I didn't used to work at a circus. Hmm. Mikey never worked at a circus, but I don't. I can't be certain if if he's just Kazarni and he's lying. <laughs> I'll I'll think about this one as we talk about the main event match. I didn't used to run the balloon game and then suplex kids who lost. Uh, it could be Mikey or Kazarni. I'll I'll let that sink as we talk about the main event. Mikey, Kevin Owens, Cesaro. It, Mikey, if it is you, Kevin Owens, Cesaro. Mikey or Kazarni. Focus. <laughs> Kevin okay. Owens, Cesaro. One on one. Kazarni interferes and wins the. But- Okay, I'm starting to think you're Kazarni. <laughs> okay, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, one-on-one. Scene is there. Who wins this matchup here, Mikey? And I honestly, I got no clue. I'll be honest. I got no idea how this match is going to end. Yeah, this is a this is a toughie because, like, we want Kevin Owens to get a win, but we don't want... <sighs> we're, we're very... It's It always comes down to the issue of, like, we want both of these guys to win. <laughs> Yep, that's always the main event slot for us. It's like we we book we book our main events so that it's like we want both of these people to win. But now we've made a decision, which I think how you should book your main events. Be like, yep, we want both of these guys to win, but we got to pick a winner. Which is how it should feel, right? It should feel your main event should feel like both of these guys have a a reasonable chance to win. What if Sami Zayn keeps trying to get involved in the match? And, like, he keeps trying to distract the ref, and then the ref throws him out, and Kevin Owens wins. After Sami Zayn gets ejected from ringside. Or Sami Zayn is getting ejected from ringside, and it's enough of a distraction for Cesaro to hit Kevin Owens with the equalizer, or whatever it's called. That's not a bad idea. It uses that, uses the, they planned for Zayn to get kicked out. Well, let's think. Let's think. This whole thing is about your knowing your roots, remembering your roots, remembering where you came from, remembering NXT. Mm-hmm. Does that do anything? <laughs> is that anything in this finish of this match? I don't know. Did Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens is a has a stunner, right? That's his. That that's, that's his, his current. That's his current finishing move. But his finishing move in NXT was the pop up power bomb. So maybe we could do the pop-up powerbomb. Maybe a swanton as well. 
I'm trying to think. I want to think. I want to like. I want to know if there's like. Oh. Or. I don't know if Zane can do this because I don't know of his condition. Is he like good to wrestle and he just doesn't? What's that? In re- in real life, what's Zane's issue? Is he good to wrestle and then he just doesn't? Yes, I believe so. I believe he's just more of a manager now. Okay. So what if while like what if Owens gets thrown out of the ring and Cesaro starts distracting the referee saying like oh something's in my eye or like ah like something hurts and he just pulls the referee over and while he's distracting the referees Zane does the the through the ropes tornado DDT onto Owens I like that I like that a lot That's and then cool. throws him and then throws him back in and sets Cesaro up I like that. I really like that a lot. And then I also think at one point in the match, Kevin Owens sets up for a, a top rope package pile driver. Whoa. Doesn't do it. Zane distracts him and then he fails to do it. But still, just a tease of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's it, a big old tease, but also looking at like remembering it, Ke- that was what Kevin Steen's old finisher was. That's yeah, okay. Let's do let's do. It's just sometimes on the top rope. I want to do a package pile driver tease on the top rope with Cesaro. I think the two of them could easily do it. Yep. Um. But Cesaro, I was saying then. So then the then that happens. Then the tornado DDT. That's what the referee says. Kick out Zane. Um. So then Zane. Does well, I don't think I, I think if he does if they do the tornado DDT spot, we're gonna switch that with the Zane King getting kicked out spot. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, okay, yeah. And so does that mean that Cesaro then picks up the win that way? Yes, I think so. Okay, then uh, okay, I, I I think I'm gonna agree with that one. I like the tornado DDT spot. I like. Sami Zayn going for it. Cesaro getting the victory. This rivalry feels like it's moving along. Push it. Kevin Owens definitely needs someone in his corner, it feels like. You know? He either needs someone in his corner or he needs to take one of them out, you know? Does anything happen after the match then? No, I think I think what I think what we have right now is fine. Cesaro just wins. The two of them stand tall. Mm-hmm. Cesaro and Zayn. And then next week or or in the future, we can have Owens try to get the upper hand. Yeah, Owens needs to now start doing something to get the upper hand. I just don't know what that is. But I guess we'll find yeah. out later then, right, Mikey? Yeah. Because that's it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, for listening. But, Mikey, before we go, time to hit the you randomizer. can't forget about our Lord, our, our Lord, our angle, and our devil. Our Lord and Savior, but also our pain and pursuer i don't know i got any other p word but uh yeah the randomizer uh the randomizer is the thing that keeps us honest that keeps us moving and grooving that keeps us energized with fear uh, mm-hmm. it has things such on there like uh injuries turns um you know whatever ad matches ad segments whatever it may be uh maybe vince changes his mind all of a sudden so we have to do these things the randomizer is a print maybe we should redub the randomizer vince's brain 
There we go. But then it doesn't make sense Vince's of injuries. stupid brain. It's not, maybe it won't make sense of injuries because then that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah. if I remember correctly, Mikey, is it your turn? Um, Who rolled last week? Did you roll the heal superstar? We must turn somebody heal thing. I think so. Was that last week? That wasn't last week. What the hell was last week? Hold on. Oh, last week was a controversial moment. Right. Which is what you rolled. That so was V, week... I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So this week it is me. Uh, like we say, anything can happen with the randomizer. It gives us fear. And honestly, Mikey, I don't. I'm terrified of what could happen with this randomizer. Yeah. And whenever we get closer down the line of a storyline, whenever we get closer to a pay per view, I get more and more scared of what would happen. Yeah. Same. But the randomizer has been rolled, and the randomizer has chosen its decision i guess and the decision mikey okay. is that nothing happens have a great show Woo! so we're Gotta free scot free this time we're free we got out free but that makes it even more terrifying because we're down nothing happens have a great show which means the chances of something actually happening to us just got a little bit higher yeah um what is it yeah it did it was if I do the math, I guess I could do the math real quickly. It was four thirty-eight, so it was a eleven percent chance of being safe, and mm-hmm. now it is. I did that math wrong. Uh, an eight percent chance of being safe. No, we <laughs> just the odds are just getting ever increasingly smaller for us. And it's terrifying. And I'm honestly... They are slowly shrinking. And especially getting into the Royal Rumble. Because now it's like WrestleMania time. We already don't have Finn Balor. We already don't have Ruby Riot. Sheamus... Apparently there's a rumor going around that Sheamus might be coming back to WWE. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's that There's that rumor happening. So we have to see if, you know, if that is even true. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm scared i guess for the road to wrestlemania but if you want to find out what happens on the road to wrestlemania or at least the off-ramp to wrestlemania like this episode the off-ramp yeah i'm very the off-ramp tired, the to the road to wrestlemania i woke up at 8 a.m today and had to move some boxes and i'm very tired and uh we've i'll be honest with our audience we've recorded four of these in a row <laughs> yeah we are we are podcasted out currently. Yeah, and we still got one more left to record. So I'm tired, uh, but we're hopefully we're hoping you know we want to make it good for y'all. So we'll maybe we'll take a little break, I guess, and uh, make sure we're all rested up for the next recording session. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mikey, we're on we're on to it. The road to WrestleMania is here, and I'm prepped and I'm ready. The off ramp is set. Subscribe to the show, folks, if you want more to know what happens as we get there. Uh, what else, Mikey? You can also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod, and you can also leave a review. If you like this show, leave a review, five stars or more. Again, we are trapped inside of a broom closet in Tokyo Dome. I shouldn't have said my so exact location. So make sure location. you leave six stars. I should have not said my exact location for Kevin McKelly to find me, but... Now we have to move. Now we got to find a new home. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, we have to undo all of these microphones. Um... Or just do we it had all such, again. We had such a good setup, and now it's gone. Yeah, it's a little annoying. 
I'll be honest. He gave us away. A little annoying, but alas, you know. My my B, I guess. My my classic B. Um yeah, I guess if anything, if you're gonna write a review, just in the review, please do not say where we're located in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Because I, I you know, if you leave a five star or more review, we'll read it out. And if that review contains where our location in the Tokyo Dome, then we're gonna have to move again, folks. Uh so please Please don't do that. Don't leave our location in your five star reviews, and then uh, we'll have to because then we'll have to read it out and the whole thing. So uh, don't do that. Follow us on Twitter instead, and subscribe to this podcast. Mikey, any final thoughts? So you should follow us on our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe there. Give a hit that like button. Hit those notifications. Leave a comment as usual. Turn that algorithm in our favor. Uh. Yeah, what we do on our YouTube channel is we do pay-per-view reviews, we do our uh, 2K outcomes, We Ryan has a show called System Check, where it's on there, it's on our podcast feeds, and I'm going to be doing uh, Mikey's Indy 500 coming in 2020, so send in your match suggestions uh, with hashtag HTP500. Yes, 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 hashtag HTP500, get those match suggestions in, anything besides um, WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, please send those in to Mikey right away. Um Yes, you can listen to AEW's uh, System Check every Tuesday on this subscription podcast feed. So why don't you subscribe to get more of that content? Uh, Yeah, Mikey, that is it. So I guess uh, until next time, folks, for Mikey, I'm Ryan. We've got two words for you. Book it.